morning and welcome to the Speedway Tavern. A uh, bit of a uh, unplanned start. We won't uh, we won't name names, shall we? <coughs> um, but uh, it's been a tough few days for British Speedway. Um, obviously, uh, issues with the track at Sheffield last night, saving Wolverhampton from what would have or well, what would have been a Wolverhampton select from possibly a big defeat. But the positive news: Great Britain are through to the World Cup final, only in Speedway. What a fan. That's probably the best introduction we've ever, ever, I've probably ever had. I've not done one of them for about 10, 15 years as well, so... Oh, it's fantastic. Well done. Shall I get my coat? <laughs> yeah, go on. Who said that? <laughs> the light covering the... Uh... Oh, yeah. I'll leave him over there. Hi, I'm on. I'll see you to join us. Well, I'm here, aren't yeah. I? You are. You're just about. Okay. Well, sort of. So, yeah. so lots of things to talk about. Indeed, yes. Uh... Tell, tell me all about last night. Uh, well, it, what would have been a pretty shambolic meeting, I think, was probably spared from a lot of people. Sheffield obviously having a lot of problems getting their fixtures in. Mm-hmm. Um, only one f- uh, date available to them that was last night. And, of course, as we know, during a World Cup week, although we haven't had a World Cup for six years, um, they don't generally have top-flight matches on. But uh, Wolves obviously were going to be riding at Sheffield last night. Um Rory Slides obviously uh, injured. He got injured at Oxford last week. Obviously, we send our best wishes to him. Um, but uh, the likes of Steve Worrell, uh, Sam Masters, all had um, pre-arranged um, weeks away during this week. Of course, with the idea that there was no meeting because there was no meeting scheduled at, at Monmouth uh, because so of what, the Speedway World Cup. Because of the Speedway World Cup, but obviously Sheffield's problems meant that this was the only free date they could. So Wolves ended up having to, would have ended up having to go there with a, a team that included Chris Harris, uh, Stefan Nielsen. Danny King, um, in, sh- in short, really only two um, bona fide walls rides would have been running in the mm-hmm. team, or even possibly even three, uh, in the form of Ryan Douglas and the two reserves, Cook and Flint. But uh, the weather intervened and pretty much uh, saved what would have been a pretty pretty embarrassing evening. I think uh, all round it would have been, you know, not a proper walls team. I don't think it would have been a particularly much of a crowd at Sheffield either, um, but of course it does leave Sheffield now with a problem that they really are fast running out of dates up at Arlington to get their fixes in before the cut-off at the end of uh, at the end of next month. Yeah, again, just planning, isn't it? Mm. You know, we have weeks, weeks, and weeks and weeks where there's no fixtures, and yet uh, here we are having to scramble around trying to get desperately trying to get uh, trying to get dates in. Um, I suppose the the Caveat really now is that when this this date is put in, people are going to turn around and say, "Well, why couldn't uh, why couldn't that fixture have been put in then?" Even if it's you know my thing, one thing that I hate more than anything else in speed, the, the dreaded double headers mm. um, that may well be forced on Sheffield at, at the way things are going. Whether they're whether they're able to put double headers on, I don't know, but uh, it's something that's got to have to be uh, going to have to be looked at. And of course, you know, as I say. The way that the fixtures have fallen this season, of course, the um, the regular league fixtures have to be finished before the end of uh, the end of August. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, with all the issues they had last year with the season running on into November, they're, they're desperately trying to avoid that by starting all the big major meetings in in September. I, I, yeah, I have no uh, no words. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all doom and gloom, isn't it? Really, in, it's, in the know, it's, not, world. it's not doom and gloom. Once again, it's not doom and gloom, oh, yes, it but is. it's. Stupidity. Mm. Oh, okay. I had. I don't understand how every other sport can get their fixtures in, but we can't. And I and I think back to you know the seventies and eighties when we had what twenty twenty five teams in a league. Yep. 
We've never, we've never had any troubles getting our fixtures in. Admittedly, in those days, you didn't have playoffs and things like that. So, yeah, and also they would run in the rain a bit more. Yeah, just a bit, yes. Yeah, so, uh, but as I say, the big positive, obviously, is uh, Britain are now through to the uh, World Cup final mm-hmm. after a good, strong performance today in Roslov in the opening day of the Speedway World Cup. Did you manage to catch any of it? Unfortunately, I haven't, no. No, um, I'm going to be watching it there. That, that, that meeting has now just finished. So, Britain finishing top with uh, 43 points. Uh, Ty Wolfington scoring 10 from 4. Dan Bewley, 14 from 5. Robert Lambert, 13 from 5. Adam Ellis, 4 from 5. And Tom Brendan getting a, re- a ride at reserve. He scored second place in that one. Second place is Sweden on 32, Freddie Lindgren 12, Jakob Torsell 8, Antonio Limbeck 6, Oliver Burnson 5 and Kim Nielsen 1. Uh, third place were the Czechs, Jankovic 10, Heinrich Stecker 0, Peter Shlovak 1, Daniel Kilmer 1 and Vaclav Milic the reserve scoring uh, 11 points. And in fourth place were the Germans on 22, Kai Huckenbeck 11, Kevin Volbert 7, Norrit Bledorn 1, Martin Smolinski 1, and Eric Riss 2. So a good, uh, it good was, showing. I think, good we, showing. I think, to be fair, we were probably gonna, always going to be the, the, the warm favourites, if you like, for for that uh, for that fixture. The, the, the big threat was obviously going to be from the Swedes, although maybe not quite the force that they have been... In, uh, in years gone by. And they've got a good one and two, and then it sort of falls, it falls away a little falls bit. Yeah. Away. But even so, yeah. I mean, that's a good score. It's a very strong <laughs> performance. That's, that's going to lay down a marker to the to the rest of the pack, I think, mm. in the in the competition. Of course, we've got the next one coming up on the uh, 26th, so that's tomorrow, again, mm-hmm. at Roslev. And, of course, that one will feature Finland, France, Denmark and Australia. Who's your money on? Um, I, I would say probably Australia. You know, I mean, I don't think you can ever rule the Danes out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to obviously it's going to be one of them too. I think with the best will in the world, the Finns and the French in particular are going to find the going tough at that level. Um, Australia, of course, you never rule Australia out in team speedway because they've got a way of always coming together, haven't mm-hmm. they? Um, mm-hmm. Bit like America used to be. Yeah, I think so. That sort of you know. National spirit, isn't it, with the American that the Americans had? I think the Australians are very, very similar. Um, um, and yeah, I, th- I think you'd probably it, it's going to be it's going to be a tight one, I think. But I would probably just go with uh, just go with Australia. Let's have a look at the two sides that we're that, uh, going to be lining up. So for the Aussies, you've got Max Frick, Jack Holder, Jason Doyle, Jarman Lidsey, and Chris Holder, and for Denmark, Mikkel Mikkelsen, Nicky Pedersen. Anders Thompson, Leon Madsen, and Rasmus Jensen. Nicky Benson obviously picking himself, of course, when uh, he's actually the team manager as well. I'm, I'm not 100 <laughs> percent sure about that one, to be fair. Although I suppose he's got to, if he's, you know, if his form's good, then he's got to uh, he's got to back it, back himself in there too. I imagine there are some people in Peterborough that, yeah, <laughs> just a bit, yeah. But let's uh, let's see what you what you guys all think. Let's get your comments up on the. Uh... So I have to I have to ask you the the question: Have you seen the Ty Woffington video? I have seen the Ty Woffington video. Yes. Thoughts. Um. Difficult one. Difficult one. Really, a judge isn't it? Was he in the right? Was he in the wrong? Uh, I mean, obviously the the supporters shouldn't have. You know, it, you've got to ask questions of the security as to how the, the supporters managed to get that yeah. far. 
Um, you know, we have seen sportsmen tackle um, pitch invaders or whatever before, but I think I, I, the, the thing that would concern me really with, with Ty was the fact that he sort of came in from behind, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't have had much of a clue what was happening. Took his legs away. Took his legs out, you know, and um, there were, I did read somewhere that there was some talk that he that he um, supporter had ended up with a with a broken arm. Although I did see a video of him afterwards still waving his flag around. I, don't I, think I believe he's, I don't think you would have been able to do that with a broken arm. But. No, I believe he's injured his arm. Was what I yeah. heard. But yeah, I mean, I think is it Rocklaw? Um, yeah, it was Rochlav. It was Rochlav against Rochlav. Um, Lesnar. They, they they issued um, a statement, which. The translation seems to you know, yeah. seems to say it was a very not a great t- translation that I read. Um, but seems to say that Rushlaw was saying that he made a citizen's arrest. Oh. A citizen's arrest. However, if I ever saw a cop make a citizen's ar- make an arrest like I'll that, be, you wouldn't want to see him do that, would no, you? It's, it's assault, isn't it? Mm, it is really. Um, um, I mean, if you did that on the street, I think you'd. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my my gut feeling really is that Ty will just probably get a big smack on the wrist, told you're a silly boy and don't do it again. Mm. But you know, he, he could, you know, he's, he's he's in some ways you could argue he's quite lucky because um, you know, if especially if the supporter is is injured, then you know, you could argue has he got the right to sort of press charges mm-hmm. against him for mm-hmm. it. So it was it, it was a bit of a shock. It certainly wasn't. I mean, I mean, I think it's fair to say the, the support the speedo supporters in Poland are totally different to supporters in in this country. There's more of it than the us attitude in Poland. Polish fans don't go to watch speedo; they go to watch their team win, mm. and they get very upset when the team it's, don't it's win. It's a football type yeah. mentality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You certainly wouldn't get that on the on a on a British uh, British speedway track. To be fair. Well, there's a few um, comments about the uh, speedway World Cup. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see what we can uh, go through. Warhol not being away, rode Friday at Glasgow, travelled to Latvia Saturday, rode in Latvia Sunday, back to UK Monday. Why couldn't he ride then? Because he is riding for Paul Wednesday. So he has he had a one-day holiday today? Mm. Um, is it the weather more like rider availability? Shambles, Ellis Poor, the weak link, I'm afraid. Sheffield doubleheader, it's possible. They got through 15 heats fairly quickly last Thursday against Bellevue with some fairly long track delays, but was all done and dusted by 2050. So I reckon if Sheffield have a 10pm curfew, they can run a doubleheader, no problem. Yeah, but you have to regrade the track between You've matches. You've got to regrade the track, yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. It's, always, it's always difficult, especially I think especially when you're, when you're, the, sec- when you're the second team and you've got to stand around waiting for the, the first meeting to, to finish. Um, surprise! I'm going to read this out as it says it. <laughs> surprise! Chris Holder over Brady Kersey. <laughs> um, I was a little, um, a little bit surprised about that one. Brady Kersey's had a really good season. He's come on in leaps and bounds. I think for Bellevue this year, um, he's done well against a lot of you know riders that have. You know, some, we've had some top riders that have come back to the UK this season. Maybe Chris Holder, with his experience, particularly on the big Polish tracks, mm. was uh, that's that's the reason that the Aussies have have gone for it. Um, obviously, Mark Lim is the team manager of Australia and also the team manager of, of Bellevue, so he certainly knows Brady Kurtz very well. Mm-hmm. Craig Smith says Adam Ellis getting a pick because he's a Sheffield rider. He's the weak link. I presume he means because it's a big track. 
He's the weak link on that team. Don't think he's had a particularly great season, really. Charles Wright should have got it, in my opinion, which is what we were saying yep. last week. I hope Tom Brennan gets more rides tomorrow. Looked quick in his ride tonight. I thought to- I thought Charles Wright was very unlucky, not to certainly not to be in the squad. Mm. Um, I think he's had a, a really, really good season. He's a tough rider. Um, yeah. I was. I was. I think he's. I think he's got every right to be a little bit hard done by not to have, uh, not to have got the pick. I know, I've seen quite a few people have said that maybe you know the Simon Stead getting the pick because of uh, the fact that he's he's the Britain team man- or joint right. Britain team manager Simon Stead who's also his team manager at Sheffield. Sheffield but, yeah. but. Um, Rich Thomas in this snowflake world, he'll get life for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking Poland. They're not quite so snowflake, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Dylan says Adam Ellis doesn't deserve to be anywhere near this GB team. I'm not sure I agree totally with that. But um, having been the squad boy, I can't. <coughs> I was, I was mm. rather surprised when I saw the the the, uh, the confirmed lineup and saw that. Uh, that you know, I've got nothing against Adam Ellis. He's a very good rider. I don't think he's had a brilliant season no. at Sheffield this season. So I was, you know, again, as, as a few people have said, I was a bit surprised that he got the uh, that he got the pick. And Deepak Yadav Chandan Kumar oh. says key. key. Yeah, okay. we have no, that could mean anything. Now, before um, we go any further, we should say a big thank you to everybody that oh joined God, last yeah. week. Yeah, was, uh, um, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know what it finished on. What did it finish on? It finished on sixteen thousand seven hundred people. So we had sixteen thousand seven hundred <laughs> people watch that show last night, and that's I mean, yeah. we're that's just mad. That's crazy. Um, I don't know whether. Mars in conjunction with Uranus. Or <laughs> I believe my, or I believe my. Uranus, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was quite incredible. So thank you everybody yeah, for thanks. that. That's, um, well, that we are. We're going to be listening. We'd have been. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We are without a doubt the most successful um, podcast, Probably. Speedway podcast. I don't think there's any doubt. Is there with that? Yeah. Well, yeah that Jeff anyway. Daniel. Yeah, yeah Jeff Daniel week. says the reports I have is the fan is going to sue Wuffington. Time will tell on that. Also, security were all around when Wuffington attacked the fan while he was only dancing with a scarf. Hardly dangerous. I mean, to be fair, a lot of Toys teammates were around him as well, mm. and they they just they were just They're ignoring him. You know, and um, I think in, in fairness to Ty, I think you know he has in the past been prone to sort of. Maybe acting before he thought a little mm. bit at times. Um, so, certainly remember the Cardiff Grand Prix when he decided to to swear in the microphone in, into the stadium, which wasn't uh, wasn't the brightest thing he'd done. But uh, yeah, it was a, I, I was quite I was quite perplexed and surprised when I saw it. Mm. It certainly, certainly wasn't the sort of thing you expect. It's got people talking, which I suppose in in you know they are the old saying, no, all all publicity, whether good or bad, is good. But yeah, who knows? Well, it's. I did have to watch it. Um, Brian Buck says, let's hear you lot sing happy birthday to of Lawrence course, Rogers yeah, then. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. No, no. Happy birthday, happy Lawrence. Happy birthday, Lawrence. Man who works tirelessly at uh, Birmingham and doesn't really get the appreciation he deserves, no. I don't think. And I'm sure you'll sort of. Yeah, sort of I be agree. On that one, Absolutely, so. I agree with that. Ooh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you I was looking for a happy birthday or a scream, or right. and, that, uh, <laughs> and that, <popped> <laughs> that came up. <laughs> uh, where? Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So, right, this is where we come to that point in the show where we um, talk about the matches that we've seen this week. Yep. Well, I've only seen one match. Obviously, you're saying the same number of matches that uh, that you've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, it was well, really over after six seats, wasn't it? It was over, well, after, over after, after three, two, over after two, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
it was um, it was always it was always going to be a tough ask for Birmingham to, to get oh, the no, better report, but they just it was a capitulation. Yeah, it was. I mean, Stuart Dixon was was you could tell from you know the interviews that Stuart Dixon's done since he was you know wasn't wasn't happy at all with some of his riders. I just think. I just think there was so there just seemed to be so little belief that they could even lay a glove on mm. on Paul. To be honest, and I mean Paul are a good side, but they really wanted to decanter. They weren't even tested, were they, last week? Not at all. Um, it was uh, it was disappointing. It was disappointing, and, um, and certainly I think you know a lot of talk going into the meeting that it was a, it was a, such a big challenge, and I think the defeat with Glasgow all, all beating. Controversial circumstances. Birmingham had a go in that one, mm. and really just in the end ran out of steam. And Glasgow sort of ran away with it and got what I think yeah. was probably a bit of a flattering sc- scoreline. They did. They deserve to win the match. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But scoreline was maybe wasn't really a true reflection on the effort that Birmingham had, had put into sort and of. And it was an entertaining meeting. Entertaining yeah, meeting as la- well. Yeah, but last week was just completely the opposite. It was a real, really, really fl- flat performance from from Birmingham right from start to finish. And as I say. The moment Birmingham went to, went to conceded two five ones in the first two heats, it was, there was never any going to be any way back. Yeah, that's right. I'm just watching uh, what's I'm going. Just yeah. I'm just deleting that. I'm not sure. It was. It. Yeah, I mean, to hear um, Nixon at the end, he was saying, "I'm looking for new riders. I'm looking for more point scorers." I mean, that's damning just that in itself. Yeah. Um, big big disappointment really with Danny King, wasn't it? Because I think, mm. but him coming in, I think everybody thought he's going to be, you know, really, really up for it. You know, mm. ex Birmingham rider, always rides well here. Um, but again, five one twice in his first two heats. Came good towards towards the end of the meeting, and you know, give him his due. Of course, he did. Um, obviously, you know, won his one heat thirteen, and and did come round. You know, it would have been quite easy for him to have just slapped off back to the pitch, but you know, giving a lot of credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other. Probably one positive really was uh, after a, after winning last in his first race, Stefan Nielsen unbeaten in, in his last two. Mm. Uh, put a lot of effort into winning that, uh, that yes, eight, did, race yeah. under a lot of pressure as well. You know mm. they were really all over his back wheel, weren't they? But uh, um, yeah, he was the uh, I mean, and also Alfie Botel again. Yeah. Yeah, slow start, but then he found his. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling there was something wrong with his bike in that first mm. heat. I'm not, no inside information on that. It's just what it felt like. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're at pool tomorrow. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and be, we yeah. are actually sending a coach down. What sort of numbers are going down? I think it's I, well. I, I don't know what the, the size of the coach is, but I believe it's full. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't. I'm not sure if we've heard who the guest is going to be as well. I don't think it'll be. Maybe an announcement. I haven't seen any announcements yet. But, uh, Do you think that? The whole Nick Morris thing was—it was a bit of a delayed reaction to that as well. I think so. I think there had been a lot of positivity at the club with that win over Berwick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems ages ago now, doesn't, doesn't it? That meeting, but uh, the, you know, the positivity that this could be the, the catalyst for having a much better second half of the season. Um, and I think really that's just sort of not the stuffing out of a lot of people. Um, there wasn't really much time to react to it on the night against no. Glasgow because it was literally about 10-15 minutes before the meeting started so it was sort of still raw a little bit but it's something I think with the with the pool meeting and that was uh, I think that that I don't think you can use that as an excuse to be fair it was you know I don't think yeah there was there, there, 
should have been more pride. Well, should have been more, more pride. Birmingham too. No, maybe not win the meeting, but at least you know make Paul work for it a little bit harder. And I don't mm. think they really did, to be honest. And, and the weird thing is that we are still, we could still make the playoffs. <laughs> We've won two meetings off season, but we could, <laughs> we could still make the playoffs. Yeah, the ne- certainly Which the, ne- the just next shows how bad the yeah. possum. The next home meeting, of course, is against Plymouth, and that's going to be massive, isn't it? Mm. Because Plymouth have. Plymouth are in you know, problems themselves, aren't they? Real, real struggle of the yep. season for them so far. I think that's a meeting the Birmingham simply have to win. Absolutely. You know, there's um, going to be no excuses, I don't but, think, in that meeting. But it brings, the, brings up the um, the question, that, which as a Brummy supporter I probably shouldn't ask, but is there any point in getting to the playoffs and then getting tanked? Because <laughs> we'll get if we get to the playoffs, we'll be in the last position. Yep. So we'll end... Whoever finishes top will say, oh, we'll go to Birmingham. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's going to be Paul, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, Brian Ricketts here. Rory Schlein is guesting for um, for Birmingham tomorrow at uh, Paul, I believe. Yep. Right, yes, that's been confirmed. Mm. So if you want to uh, get, take the uh, comments back up a little bit higher, we'll, uh, there's a f- there was a few comments that's going on there. Uh, okay. Uh, Do you want to talk about the Monmore yeah, thing? Yeah, we'll go a little bit. Okay, so this is talking about the Ty Waffingham thing. I've seen the video, the fan is encroaching in a restricted area. It's a criminal offence to do that. He didn't particularly look a threat, but it's a security breach nonetheless. Waffingham really shouldn't have got involved, but security weren't exactly quick to apprehend the fan either. Okay. Well, you shouldn't shouldn't, um, really say, but I suppose... The other argument is you don't know really you don't really know what the fans' intentions were, do you? Because you know he might have had something on him. No, you, but you, his you know, intentions seem to be to, nah, to be going no 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 no. Essentially, how was he going? Uh, nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, Simon's a question for you: uh, Are the greyhounds moving to Dunstable Park? I have no idea. Um, a lot of people. Obviously, I said last week that I, I knew some things, and quite a few people have been. That was obviously broke. <laughs> just literally just a few hours after the show and quite a few people have been asking me was that what you know that wasn't what I know I, I knew nothing about that until I spoke to somebody on, on Wednesday morning um, I think uh, it all, it, you know it, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going around at the moment about the whole situation with, with Entain and Labrooks mm. and what their, their future plans are whether that involves you know Closing Mama Green, whether it closed, you know, happening in this new site on, on Dunstall Park and, um, you know, closing Mama Green down. Um, as a, I think, I think the, the story I've read is that it's, a, it's sort of a joint thing between the people that are on Perry Bar as well, and that maybe mm. the Perry Bar operation is what's going to move to Dunstall Park, although I don't quite see why you would have two great that was certainly a, um, That was certainly a rumour that was floating around last Wednesday. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, Graham, Oldfield, I guess, talking about the Sheffield situation. We have heard it all before, three weeks without a meeting and run it in October. Oxford have got one meeting in August. Now, August, for me, you should always be having meetings every week in August because mm. it's prime time. The kids are on, on exactly. summer holidays. Exactly. Uh, Craig Smith, what's the thoughts on horses potentially going to Monmore? Would certainly end any hope of a couple more years whilst they find a new home, potentially? Horses? Well, everybody's Sorry. nonplussed on that one, so... <laughs> I haven't um, heard anything about horses, to be fair. Um, 
can't be, can't be big enough, can it? I think it, I, th- I don't think we're going to know anything about this until the end of the season. To be honest, mm-hmm. I think it'll probably sort of you know strong up and then on, on and uh, to see to see what happens. Um, not really more I can say on that. No, to be honest, no. at the moment, so I don't really want to. I can't break any confidence of anything that I've been told. So yeah. Uh, Jeff Daniel says Danny King has been poor all season in his opinion hasn't had a great season has no. he? he hasn't really been great for, for Redcar in fact Redcar have been a bit of a surprise to me because I mean I, I mean, I tipped them to do, to be to be the favourites to win the championship mm-hmm. at the start mm-hmm. of the season they haven't quite really got it going have they no. in fairness we'll have a look time. at the lead table shortly actually and just have a yeah um, a a Simon Corbett uh, says they went to Barry went to Perry Bar surprised how poor the crowd was less said about Sedgman and follow them round was. Well, was. there was quite a few pool fans that came up. To be fair, which sort of um, boosted the, the numbers crowd, a little yeah. bit. There was a lot, obviously there was a lot of people inside as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one thing that people tend to forget about Perry boys. That I think the vast quite a lot of people do yeah. watch inside because mm-hmm. the viewing inside Perry, outside of Perry Bar is not good, yeah. really great. And it's inside, it's second to none. <laughs> yeah, it's good inside. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence says Birmingham have meetings in August on the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, 23rd with the 30th reserved. Well, that's what you need. You that's need, what we need, yeah. we need. You need meetings in August. I think it's, I think it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. That's when you're... I mean, when, I, when I was growing up, that was the, they were the meetings that I used to go to with the meetings in August. Really, because there was no school the next day. So. And Peterborough are going to have some meetings because they've got eight home meetings to, fill, to fulfil before the end of the August deadline. Mm. Good luck with that. Possible double headers, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to have to be, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I believe we've caught up with the comments. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's have a look at the uh, the league table. Start off with the Premiership. Bellevue, 35 points from 20. Uh, Leicester, 27 from 14. Wolves, 24 from 15. Sheffield, 22 from 14. Ipswich, 17 from 17. Kingsland, 7 from 15. And Peterborough, three from uh, 15. Uh, so, in terms of matches, fairly even apart from Bellevue. Bellevue, obviously, have got had a few matches extra over everybody else, but that's quite a substantial lead that Bellevue have got uh, already. And I think that top four at the moment looks to be taking shape. Ipswich, five points adrift of uh, that last spot that Sheffield currently uh, currently hold. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, big surprise. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of people I've Again. spoken to, a lot of quite a few people I've spoken to had, had said that they thought outside of a strong top two that whether it was had enough strength in depth to be able to maintain a challenge. And at the moment, really, it's it's proving to be the case. And Jason Doyle hasn't been in great form in, no. in recent weeks. I mean, Sheffield have lost a uh, Sheffield um, Ipswich lost um, a superheat to Sheffield in there a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, and that was. Principally, one of the big advantages that Ipswich was supposed to have with having I mean, Doyle and Sofford to the top two, that there would be a big advantage in in the in the superheats, and that in that case that hasn't worked out. So, but at the moment, that top four is beginning to look like it's pretty much set in stone for the uh, for the Premiership. Let's have a look at the Championship then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oxford are top of the league at the moment on twenty-two from ten. Glasgow, 14 from 7. Poole, 13 from 7. Scunthorpe, 12 from 10. Redcar, 9 from 8. And Edinburgh now hold that last spot in the uh, top six after their win at Berwick the other night. They're on 4 from 8. Birmingham, 4 from 8. Berwick, 2 from 7. And Plymouth, 2 from 7 as well. So It's looking like between us and Edinburgh for that. 
I think so. Berwick at the Berwick, <laughs> obviously a bit sort of falling away a little bit. Um, not really had that many home meetings to be honest, Berwick. So that may be a that may be an issue they've got. Plymouth really are having a real tough time at the moment in terms of uh, results. There, just that uh, one win so far this season and uh, and two points. But mm-hmm. Oxford, Glasgow, Pool, I think, and, and probably Scunthorpe as well. They look nailed on now for that. Uh, and probably red car as well. Red car on nine from eight, but that top five is is looking pretty much like they're going to be in there. And it's just that last uh, that last spot, which Birmingham still in the battle. I mean, we were obviously very critical of the performance last week, but they're still in. They're still in very, with a chance of getting into the top six. And that at the end of the day, if Birmingham do make the playoffs, I suppose after last se- after last season and the season before, that's progress. Yes, to get into the top six. Well, that's what he he's promised to give us this year, wasn't yep. it? The playoffs again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, there's a few more comments popped up. So, we'll, mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm really sorry. I've got some sort of frog in my throat, so I yeah, do apologise. Um, Dylan uh, says was really happy to see Steph get back to where he can be. Smart riding to run in mid track and cut back to stop Zach passing. That was a great. That was a great. Um, Great heat, to be fair. Friday streaming event hosted by BSSC is postponed too, with the BSN taking the meeting over to stream. So, uh, remind everybody what that that event is. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawrence Rogers, quite a few newcomers again last week at Perry Bar. Um, hopefully, they stayed to the end there. this time, but they wouldn't have been impressed with it. Mm, they certainly uh, wouldn't have been. That, that, which is unfortunate. Um, you have, we're having a few problems on the few uh, oh, yeah on the well, shout box no, at the moment. It's, not, it's, it's somebody who's trying to spam us. But yeah, yeah. So I'm maybe. on top of it. I'm on no, top of it. Yeah. As the bishop said to the yeah. actress, <laughs> Frank Graham um, says Glasgow fans had that issue without a meeting last year. Seven weeks without a meeting from fifth of August, and then into the playoffs. No momentum going into the playoffs. Then yeah. was that? I mean, part of this is down to um, not having enough meetings. Mm. Yeah, we just there is not enough meetings. Uh, Ipswich ride the stars three times. That will put them back in there. Yeah, should <laughs> good do. point. We've got a point. Just, just the, the, the good, the good thing I, I guess really in that sense is Kingsland have managed to resume their season because mm-hmm. uh, I, I must admit I did have doubts as to whether they were going to be able to resume the season with some of the stories that were coming out of there. But uh, at the at the moment that uh, does uh, they seem to have sort of. Certainly, I think they're committed to finishing the season. What's going to happen in 2024 mm. at Kingston is, is anybody's guess, really. Um, the BSSC at the Birmingham Speedway Supporters Club, by the way, were going to be doing an event at Goals, but it's now been postponed. Worth mentioning, the Supporters Club hosting a summer fight at the Tennis Court Pub on Saturday the 26th of August between 12 and 3pm. Mm-hmm. Uh, consider it mentioned. I'm hoping to yep. be there. That'll be fun. Yep. Let's have a look at uh, just to finish off our random on the league tables at the uh, National League as well. Um, Milden all top from fifth with 15 from nine. Bellevue Colts 14 from 10. Leicester 14 from eight. Oxford 13 from eight. Workington nine from seven. Edinburgh nine from ten. Kent five from eight. And the Berwick Bulls two from ten. And uh, King Mildenall's been a you know, a bit of a success story so far this season because I think at the end of last season they were grave doubts to whether they were going to be able mm-hmm. to come to the tapes. And uh, here they are going to last week in July and they're sitting proud at the top of the National League table with a really good record so far. Uh, 15 points from their uh, nine matches. Obviously, there's still a long way to go. And it's quite 
congested at the top of that table, isn't it? Bellevue on your and Leicester on your point behind and Oxford one further point behind as well. So that's shaping up to be a bit of an interesting battle, the uh, the NDL. Fairy stories can happen. Mm, yeah. Uh, Simon says Peterborough's eight fixtures are seven league meetings and one knockout cup meeting versus Ipswich. And we'll just let you deal with that. Yep. Uh, I guess the knockout cup match will be declared as they are a lot of points down after the first leg at Ipswich. Are they allowed to do that? I don't think... I think, <coughs> I think I've got it from you, haven't I? Think? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they, they do have to run the meeting, don't they? They've got a, a certain stage. I uh, think there's some sort of uh, fine or something if yeah. they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in enough difficulties at, at, at moment, getting yeah. into that. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And right. Once, once again, we've caught up. We've caught up. Okay. Come and okay. keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Um, shall we have a look then at, at the prediction the league? Prediction league. Oh, do you really want to, Mike? No, no, I really don't. I know I've had a yep. really good week. <laughs> have you? Who's told you that? Yeah. You had a good week. When was that? Yeah, I was. Be, I was being ironic. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm just so getting further and further and further down. You're some awful. 22 points behind me. Uh, it must be catching what's going on at the speedway. So Birmingham Speedway, I'm catching it. That's No, it's just that you're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got Gordon Gambrell top, Andrew Garner, Simon Corbett third, uh, Rich Thomas, Duncan Pemberton, John Bard, Steve Morgan, Kev Lilly, nine is Nick Matthews, and number ten, Brian Book. Where's where you? Crikey, you have you having a bad you having a bad season for you? Mid mid table mediocrity at the moment, unfortunately for me. So that is bad for you. Really is. Still time though. Never mind. But uh, you say that, but I'd be having a nosebleed if I was there. Yeah, (laughs) but it's it's look how close it is at the top though. We've got joint leaders there, and then you've got Simon and Rich only a point behind them, so it's uh, really shaping up to be uh, to be quite tight. I don't care. (laughs) Well, at the top of this, yeah. I'm just so glad we had fifty quid on it. What? Sorry. Right, okay, shall we get started then? You're embarrass yourself even more <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <coughs> okay, let's start off with the I first match tomorrow. Um, Oxford against <coughs> Kent in the NDL. Oxford versus Kent, and it's up to you, Matt. I will go Oxford by 14. I'll go Oxford by 16. Oxford by 14. Okay, next up is Paul against Birmingham. <laughs> Who's got that one? Chris. I'll have to go Paul by 16. I would bite your hand off for that. <laughs> have a good that would be a good result. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that would really be a good result. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Paul by 30. Wow. Wow. It's confidence for you. I'm going to say the same thing. Hmm. Maybe Stuart Dixon will have those two predictions on the uh, yeah. on the dressing room walls. To <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that. You just did. It's just, but it's just. You can't look any. Can't look any other way, can you? No. no, yeah. That's terrible. I suppose the way to look at it is Birmingham. We've got nothing to lose in that meeting, have they? So then, you know, they need to sort of go for it. Mm. But I mean, they didn't go for it last week at home, so. Dylan says Brum won't be as bad as you think. I don't reckon. See, me and Dylan, we, we believe. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, we, you know, we only losing by. 16. I'm telling you now, we lose by sixteen. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm celebrating. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you for why. If we lose by sixteen, then we are in with a shout. We're good enough to make the playoffs. We can go support and lose by sixteen. Then actually, we're much better than last week was showing. Wouldn't you agree? I would say so. Yeah. Ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Right. Moving on. Uh, in the Premiership, Kingsley against Peterborough. Kingsley against Peterborough. That's me, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> God, that's that's a difficult one, isn't it? I'm going to say Peterborough. Given much, they haven't got Lawrence Rogers uh, team running, team team managing right? for him. Do you know what? Let's go for a draw. Just one one of these years, I'm going to get one of these. You did get a draw a few weeks ago, actually. Did so, I? Yeah. Ah. So you can stop doing it now. Okay. <laughs> You've made your point now. I'm going to go for Kingsland by six. I'll go Kingsland by ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, then moving on to Friday in the Championship, Edinburgh against Berwick. And that's up to you. Matt. Edinburgh by 10. Edinburgh by 12. That's what I'm going for as well. Mm, copy of me now, because I'm that good. Okay. Also on Friday... It's not as bad as me. <laughs> but then nobody is. Also on Friday is Scunthorpe against Birmingham. Oh, uh, Scunthorpe is a tough one. Birmingham. That's obviously the... Uh, In the Championship, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't get easier, do they? That's up to you. That's amazing. Chris, yeah. Scunthorpe by 12. Scunthorpe by 14. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Scunthorpe by uh, 16. I've gone Scunthorpe by 14. Okay. All of a sudden, you, you're more, you two are more optimistic about Birmingham <laughs> than I am. What's going on? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's got to be a turnaround somewhere. Well, well it needs so. to be pretty damn quick, doesn't it? Really. <laughs> um, moving on, then staying on Friday is uh, Redcar against Oxford, and that's up to me. Interesting. That's a tough one to call, that isn't mm. it? I'm tempted to go draw again. You know, I'm going to say Oxford by two. I've gone exactly the same. Mm. I'll go Oxford by eight. Okay. Okay, and the last one on what's looking a very busy Friday is in the National League. That's Edinburgh against Berwick. That's up to... That's up to Matt. Matt, yeah. I've gone Edinburgh by 12 on that. I'll go Edinburgh by 8. Edinburgh by 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next up in the Championship is Berwick against Redcar. Mm-hmm. I'll go Berwick by 10. I'm going to say Redcar by 4. I've gone red car by 10. Okay. Much different, could we? No. <laughs> and then on Sunday, it's Glasgow against Poole. That's going to be a good one to watch, that, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, so it's very difficult for me to judge now because Poole looked unbeatable against us. Yeah. <laughs> Glasgow are a little bit better than Birmingham, unfortunately, yeah. aren't they, sir? Uh, I'm going to give it Glasgow by four. I've gone Glasgow by eight. I'll go Glasgow by 12. Ooh. Not much love for Paul in the studio, is there? What's new? Okay, next up on Monday in the Premiership, Peterborough against Wolves. It may well be our last visit to the showground. Mm. That's up to you, Matt. I'll go Wolves by four. We don't usually do very well there, mm. but... I'll go Wolves by two. 
Uh, Peter, we're actually one and a home match, match this year. Yeah, one one. One one. Well, they're not winning this one, but it's going to be a draw. Okay. <laughs> okay. The odds are that you've got to get one. Okay. Next up is Bellevue against Sheffield. It's uh, me, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bellevue Good by mate. Good mate, him. Bellevue by six. Yep. Bellevue by eight. Bellevue by four. Four, that'll be a good match mm. in that one. Okay, uh, staying in the Premiership, Leicester against Ipswich. Another good one. Oh, I think Ipswich needs to win that one, really. They do, but I don't think they're going to. A lot of points up for grabs. Leicester season. for... Leicester by six. I've gone Leicester by six as well. I'll go Leicester by ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next up is Pete is da, 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 in the championship Plymouth against Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. A very important match for us, for Birmingham. Yeah, up to you. I've gone Plymouth by four. Oh, mm, um, Plymouth by eight. See if we beat Plymouth, we we Plymouth beating Edinburgh would be a good mm. result for us. Yeah, I'm going to say Plymouth by four as well, actually. Okay. And lastly, we'll go for the World Cup. So what, we, what I've decided is the, the best way to do it. You get a point if you get the winner. If you get the top three, you get two points. If you get the top three in the correct order, you get three points. So we don't even know who's going to be in there yet, apart from that's, GB. Yeah, that's the fun thing, so... Okay, well, it's up to Chris first. No, don't go that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who's in it. <laughs> Why don't you research so, this? So, no, no, research. <laughs> so, give me a rundown of who to pick from. Uh, GB. Yep. Um, Australia. Yep. Uh, Sweden. Sweden. Czech Republic and um, Czech Republic are out, yeah, yeah. and Germany are out, so... Oh, well, there's your top three. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's go there. So obviously Britain are in the final, Sweden yeah. in the rice off. Uh, tomorrow you've got Finland, France, Denmark and Australia. Denmark. And it? then you've got Poland waiting in the final. Okay, I'll go GB, Denmark, Australia. Really? Oh, that's a bit cool. I like the, I like the, uh, the winner. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go that way. I'll go that way. Poland coming last. They won't be happy with that. No. Who's in the Polish team, by the way? Well, you know, Bartok Schmarslik. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, somebody not very good. It'll be, uh, I mean, it'll be a very strong team anyway, won't it? You know, so we got the world champion for starter. Yeah. Checks are in the rice off. Sorry, I've just. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm so. going to say GB just because I can. Poland, Australia. Okay. I've nearly gone the same as you, but I've gone for Poland to win it. GB second, Australia third. So the one common denominator is well two, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, GB in Australia all picked. Yeah, and then then those those of us that know Speedway have picked Poland. I think it's the most. <laughs> po- I think it's certainly from from a British point of view. I think it's probably the most positive World Cup we've had. Yeah. Going into since probably two thousand and four. Yeah. When uh, had uh, Hans Andersen not decided to help the Swedes in the final, we would have had a great chance of winning that one. Yeah. I mean, we you know, I we got within a point of of, of the Swedes, but. Uh, 89 obviously was our last um, world team could win. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that was, I mean, that one was obviously tarnished because of the the, uh, the horrible crash, of course, that ended Eric Gunnison's career. Mm. Um, but been a long time coming, so. See, Poland have not announced their team yet, so I knew that. Mm. 
obviously. I think what you know. I think I think what Simon Corbett says is Marshalik Dudek, Kulajzi, and Kubert are probably about right. Possibly Yanovsky as well. Yeah. Um, right. Shall we? There's, there's lots of comments to catch up on. I saw coming through. Uh, so Brum won't be as bad. Yeah, we saw that one. Uh, yeah, as you I think, think. but because um, he's, he's, he continues, Raw is a solid guess. Batch and Seji would should score a few. Steph rides Wimborne Road very well on his day, and Sam Hagen has raced there this season and scored decently. Well, we'll see. Checks are still in. Yep. Poland have not announced their team yet, and I think we've caught up. However, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. YouTube. YouTube. I'm going to have a look at YouTube. Yeah. Have you forgotten again? I. Oh, there's, only, oh, there's, there's a Martin Guest, uh, Charles Wright and Tom Brennan and Charles Wright fell out at Sheffield last week. They may have some bearings on Charles Wright not getting mm. the pick for Team GB, Which, says Martin Guest. Mm, I Good. think the squad was announced before that, wasn't it? I think. So. Mm. Well, I, I do, like you said, I think he's unlucky, but it's all... Yeah. Batch is not guaranteed yeah. to score anywhere, says Rich Thomas. I think he's actually had a fairly... He was probably one of the better riders last year, uh, last year, last week. Last week, yeah. Um, you, you got the sense he was trying at the, at the least. Mm. The only thing I would say with, with Troy Batchelor is if he, he's very good if he makes the start, mm-hmm. but he, he's not 100, 100% reliable, of course, paddling his way through from the back when he's uh, when he's missed the start. But he, he, he seems to be getting better. He looks yeah. he looks good on the bike, doesn't I have, he? I have to say, I don't think the track was great last week as well. Don't want to use that as an excuse, but I thought it got a bit. I thought personally, I thought it got a bit too dry towards the mm. end of the meeting. No, I, I, I got to be honest. But towards the end of the meeting, I gave up looking. Yeah, I wasn't I, I, looking. I didn't really notice what was going on with the track. I just wanted it to, to finish. Go yeah, I just wanted to t- talk. Talking of which, um, that we had a few new volunteers last week, and it oh. didn't make a difference. Yeah, we was finished by eleven o'clock last week. Yeah, best yet. So. Yeah, still a, long old, still a long old day. Yeah. It is a long yeah, old I think, day. I think that is important to sort of point out mm. as well, isn't it? That predominantly a lot of the people that you see working on the spare track do give up their their free time. They're not they're not paid. Not just stuff. at Birmingham, not just ev- everywhere, everywhere as well. Yeah. No, that, I know that. I mean, a lot of the stuff that work at Perry Bar are also the same stuff that, that work on on Monday at Monmouth. So. Yeah. Is that something that's hap- always happened at Speedway, yeah, where, where volunteers so. are you know? I think so. Drafted in certainly in, certainly in the last sort of, when the years I've been watching Speedway yeah. definitely. So, but I think that's always been. Always been the way. It's just generally people giving up their free time for the, for the love of the for the sport. love of the sport and for wanting to sort of you know say that I've been involved in helping mm. my team. So yeah, oh, it's great. It's great. It happens at, at, at in football as well, in lo- lower leagues. Voluntary, yeah, yeah, I suppose mm. so. Yeah, yeah, in a non-league way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there you go. Yeah. Right. Well, we've come to, to ten end. minutes to go. Yeah. Could haven't come to the end. Not quite. <laughs> the end is nigh. So when's the next uh, the group of the Speedway World Cup? The next one is, is tomorrow. Tomorrow, of course, and that is uh, Finland, France, Denmark, and Australia. Of course, the race off is on uh, Friday. Uh, obviously, Sweden and the Czechs are already in that one, so it'll be uh, the second and third teams in tonight's uh, in tomorrow's match, and then obviously Poland and GB obviously waiting in the. Uh, Waiting in the final. Sometimes it's an advantage to get to that race off. I think it is. The race off is all. And certainly, when the World Cup was being staged before, the race off was usually the the meeting that everybody looked forward to the most from from mm. from watching you. 
Um, I can remember the first couple of years they had the World Cup when for some reason or another they decided to have five teams in it, which meant they had to have five man races. And it, certainly, at, I think I think actually it was at Roslav, which was too narrow, mm. and there was a, quite a lot of bad crashes, in, especially in that first one. There was quite a few riders who, and this was in the days when they used to have the air fences down the straights as well, which was a big no-no. The number of riders who went wild got caught in the fence and just. Um, yeah, it flipped over. It he just made it. He just made it unsafe. Yeah, uh, I know. I mean, Mark, Mark Ram was. I remember Mark Ram doing an interview before the meeting that that race off because we were obviously we were in it, uh, mm-hmm. and he was very very scared of the decision to have um, five man races in a, mm. in a world team cup event. It just didn't work. I know. I mean, obviously you, you've had sometimes meetings where you've had six riders in a race, haven't you, and things like that, and certainly in the... Uh, at the right track, but yeah. also there wouldn't be... Right, they're not necessarily going to be... You can have four and four, then they're mm. staggered a bit more. Well, obviously Ipswich used to have the 16, 16 lapper, didn't they, so... Yeah, Ipswich isn't the biggest track in the world either. No, that's it, sir. <laughs> but uh, Peterborough Knockout Cup, now August the 28th. Yeah, Duncan Pemberton says, Hi guys, late to the party. You weren't the only one who was late. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. Shall I rewind to the uh, show for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig Smee says, Without volunteers and speedways, we simply wouldn't have speedway. Most clubs have volunteers and they are massively appreciated by everyone. They simply don't get enough recognition. Do you know what? That's given me an idea. I'll talk to you guys about it afterwards. Um... Unsung heroes, aren't they? You know, yeah. people that you know they don't they don't sort of do a lot that you see, but without mm. those things happening, they uh, there wouldn't be much speed uh, for us do, to enjoy. Do, do, do many of these volunteers get any benefits at all? Or well, you know, I mean, like a, a, a free pass or something to the we get to see the match from so the, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I I volunteer. I'm doing the red flag. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got well, to see the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see, I mean, we have seen pictures of you working. So, sometimes I've seen him behind the red flat like that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certainly last week he was doing that. So. <laughs> I can't, I can't, oh, that is the, the worst match I've ever seen. The no, second worst match I've ever seen as a, as a, a speedway supporter. Now you all want to know what the worst one is. Go on then. It was uh, the very last match at um, the old Perry Bar. 83. Yep. Against Cradley, our very last match, yeah. and Cradley Cry- came and slaughtered us in yeah. our last match. How dare that! That's <laughs> totally spoiled the party. Go on, then, Matt. Yeah. Well, worst one I've seen. Yeah. Ooh. God, ever. I've seen a few. Let me. Ever. Let me. Uh, um, As, well, a, a match where you thought I'm going to walk out. If losing. <laughs> losing against Bellevue by thirty points at home was probably got to be oh, right down about. Not. I can't remember what year it was. It was about. 97, yeah. 98, something like that. Well, pretty, uh, pretty depressing, especially with all the uh, the Bellevue fans standing around us giving it large as well. Mm. Um, as they do. Yeah. yeah. As the Paul supporters did last week. Yeah. Bless their cotton socks. And all, well, you, you bought the other, obviously the other Bellevue one, of course, was the uh, the championship decider in, in 93, but uh, mm. that was I mean, obviously only losing that on the title by... By one point. Now you're saying that, of course, that was a bad match for Birmingham when we finished top of the league and then Paul did what Paul did and beat us home and away and it was... I didn't know that obviously Craig Smees was put there. Yeah, I know yeah. at Bellevue they give them a uniform, which is usually the polo shirt they sell in truck shops and have a volunteer year of the year award at their end of season. Ceremony. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And of course, you're advertising as well, aren't you, with you giving them the polo shoots and stuff. Mm. Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's on. He's on tonight. So. Lawrence did give us all um, a brand new uh, Birmingham Speedway hat, by the way. Apparently, he buys yeah. everybody breakfast as well. Right on a Sunday. Well, I think he makes it. I'm not sure he buys it. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> Last time I saw Mar- uh, um, Lawrence buy anything, um, I was still in my push chair. Anyway, <laughs> I doubt that very much. <laughs> Stephen Morris should have pushed home in '93. I, well, I think it might have been, uh, yeah, might have been him. I can't remember whether it was him or John Wainwright. I know John Wainwright. Uh, obviously, we had the in those days you had two reserves, and um, one of the, one of those reserves races was a five. And I think John Wainwright did get up and actually pushed his bike home for a point. And um, unfortunately, one of the track stuff got a bit too excited and, and uh, helped him. Pick, him, pick his bike up off the track and of course that counted as outside interference right. and of course he got excluded and that was a point lost a lot of things happened that night which just you think back at it now and you just think nah the, can, the gods weren't on our side can you take it up just a little bit um, Lawrence says uh, we've given them HSTS and I've got to go and see the doctor about that next week <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. he says behave Michael Harris childbirth I think he means hats <laughs> I like. uh, and Richard Thomas says Swindon's worst meeting losing at Monmore even though we had Chris Morton and Neil Evitt's I think, mm, reserve I don't think it was ever Chris Morton's favourite track and uh, to be fair I mean uh, Neil Evitt's obviously had a couple of spells with Wolves so but uh, I think that's something maybe we can do next week is uh, your worst ever meeting. meeting do, yeah. Have we got a random fact this week, by the way? I'm sorry, I haven't. Yeah. No, 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 no. For goodness sake. No. It's always on to pop this week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you were late and it sports everything. <laughs> well, um, so I'm blaming you. Yeah, hey. Hey. <laughs> I get blamed for everything. That's okay, I'm used to it. <laughs> right. right, well, we seem to have come to a uh, natural um, oh, sort sure. of... Uh, end so I think good um, luck to everybody next week yep particularly Team GB yep I'm a little bit excited about that by the way mm. um, you know I'm, it's the best chance we're going to have for a long time we act I actually feel we have a, ch- a chance against certainly getting a medal yeah certainly getting a medal when you think yeah. that three of our team are Grand Prix riders yeah Dan Buley and yeah. Ty Wuffington obviously ride that track every week so yeah. I mean it, it just gives you Gives you a sort of tingly feeling inside. Yeah. But yeah. enough about that HSTS. <laughs> Bear in mind, of course, you've got to wait until we see who the other teams in the final as well are, so it's not just going to be a GBV. Oh, uh, dear. Oh. Uh, and Duncan Pemberton says his worst ever meeting, meeting the XY. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. Uh, well. You don't know, do you? <laughs> Oh yeah, and on that <laughs> on that bombshell. Yeah. Okay, I'll just say before we go, um, yep. the, the podcast that comes out tomorrow can people can people just click on it? Because if you click on it, and we get we get the uh, the likes and so forth, and and the um, it helps to push it up in, in various charts. And if and if people see it in various charts, it just helps promote. Yeah. Our show and Speedway. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, I have to say once again, thank you to all you guys. I mean, 16,000. Oh, that's crazy. 16,700. 16,700 last last. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Unbelievable. That was good. That was good. Obviously, obviously come to see me, but, you know. (laughs) 
I think we better go now. I think that's probably sporty <laughs> for everyone, isn't it? That one, so. Okay, well, thanks everybody once again. Um, enjoy your speedway this week. Come on to GB, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Bye bye.